You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Hello! A podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of wrestling, professional wrestling, sports entertainment, walk with a lot, professional wrestling, general <laughs> sports entertainment, boys. Um, yeah, we're gonna start on a little somber note today. Um, I'm hey. Zach. Which voices are which, especially when it comes to Matt and Zach? Actually, I'm Zach. I can tell I'm the Matt. difference. Mac and Zach. Ha. <laughs> the Mac and Zach connect. What? The Mac and Zach attack. Mac, Mac and Zach. Sweet Mac. life of Zach and Zach Mac. and Matty. Um, hey, let's break Mac it down attack. real quick, everyone. I, I'm Matt. Let's break it down real quick. I'm break it down. I am Derek. D-E-R-E-K, not D-E-R-R-I-C-K, or one I've seen D-A-R-E-K. It's uh, not D-R-I-C-K. No, I met that guy at Home Depot and said, you are wrong. My name is spelled X-A-Q-E. My name is spelled A-B-C-D-E. City. Yeah, Absidy! Okay, I'm just gonna say this as the only Mexican here. Y'all white people aren't some shit. What I mean? <laughs> All right. Um, so that's Eastside. Yeah, I can say that. Y'all white people are crazy. You can't. It's true. <laughs> They're dumb. You got us there. So, um, couple somber notes in the world of professional wrestling. We had current WWE superstar Curtis Axel's grandfather, Larry the Axe Henning, has passed away. He was the father of Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, who had passed in 2002. Um, huge star up in the. Northern parts of this country, like Minnesota, Great Lakes area. Oh. I mean, he all. I mean, he's a kind of the the main person of that family. It started the wrestling history in that, and so everybody had a ton of respect for him. So very sad to see some like a legend like that go. He was eighty two years old. He okay. lived. He lived a full okay. one. He lived a good life, and he's got to see got to see his both his son and his grandson win the Intercontinental Title. Hell yeah! And so stuff like that's probably really cool for him, and. So he, yeah. he passed away, and then we did have another person that passed away in the world of wrestling. This one's a really polarizing individual, not just because of his wrestling or anything like that. It's actually part because of wrestling, part because his life, his real person. His out-of-the-ring antics. Yeah. So Dynamite Kid, Tom Billington, passed away at the age of 60. Yeah, my known as part of the British Bulldogs tag team. Okay. And he, well, There was also just a wrestler named British Bulldogs. That was that his was, partner. That was his okay. partner slash cousin, Davey Boy Smith. Okay. Yeah. So is he Trey related to... <laughs> so he's related to the Hart family in some so, way? He was the cousin of Davey Boy Smith who married into the Hart family. Okay. Also, he was brothers-in-law with Brett on the other side. <laughs> With his ex-wife, Julie. Oh. Okay. Weird. Okay. So he was brothers-in-laws with Brett. Um, there is just... There would not be guys like Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Johnny Gargano. Pretty much the entire NXT roster. His little boy? He was an undersized guy, under 200 pounds. He was just jacked to the gills on roids. He, that's why his body broke down in the mid-90s. When everybody else didn't, because he just was the worst person to his body. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't take time off for injury. He was a known bully. He was just not the best person. But in the ring, he was one of the best ever to do it. Mm. His matches, right? Uh, that if you can go back and watch with the original Tiger Mask of Torres Ayama, 
from like 1982 are fucking still phenomenal matches. Like his matches, like with Bret Hart, mm-hmm. like you, you can do like him versus Bret or uh, Bret and Jim versus Davey and Tom. Like phenomenal matches. Like he was way ahead of his time. He did the diving head, but that people like a bunch of people took. He was like a little bit more of a ground based guy, but also would fly and would be a high flyer, do like the flying like drop kick off the top rope. He was a fast worker. He was hard. He was believable, and he changed wrestling. He like WWE would never push smaller guys. He was the one before Brett to start getting more of a push because he was first off respected as a badass in the back until. Jacques Rougeau knocked his teeth out. Yeah, because Jacques Rougeau, no one realized, was a legit tough dude himself. Yeah. So. And also his pack and quarters. Yeah. <laughs> because he was tired of getting picked on. Yeah. Um, and do what you gotta do. He he was a giant inspiration to so many different people. Uh, later on in his career, he hurt his back, and there's a video of the spot, and he just kept trying to come back too early. Mm. His body was breaking down, so by the mid-90s, his his gear that he was wearing was sagging off of him. His body just couldn't take it anymore. He spent the last, I think I want to say, 10 years of his life in a wheelchair. Damn. Um, getting taken care of by his wife. Um, he had started to make amends with some people um, because he was not the best person, like I had said. He used to wake up his ex-wife by holding a gun to her face, pulling the trigger, and it would go off, but there was no bullets. He'd say, next time it might be loaded. That's yeah. so fucking awful. Oh yeah. my god. It was stuff like that. He was, like I said, a known bully. And not just like ribbing like people would do, like Owen and Davey would do. Yeah. He would be no, that's a step just far, downright sure. he would do stuff that's downright mean to other other wrestlers in in the industry to the point where, like I said, Jacques Rougeau just Knocked cold cold cocked him in the face. Yeah, I mean Bulldog had separated himself like David Boy Smith had separated himself from Dynamite Kid. They had a falling out. Like, wasn't a easy person to like in any way. I mean, whatsoever. He, even Brett said when he first got in the ring with him, he took a lot of liberties with Brett until like he, he quote unquote earned his respect. I mean, granted, that was what he did at the time, but still, like, he was when he did that, he was in Brett's dad's promotion of Stampede Wrestling. Yeah, and he beat the shit out of the promoter's son. Yikes. Uh, he just was a very just mean-spirited person in that time. Um, there was a really good documentary that uh, High Spots did, um, and it just kind of showed the, the history of him and then like how he's doing now. And he just he, you could tell that he even thought himself like the life he was living then was atoning for the person he was. Really? Cause yeah. He, he was paying the price for what he did. He was doing drugs. He did horse tranquilizers. He was doing horse steroids. He was just trying any way to get ahead and to stay ahead. Yeah, fuck. Damn. And there was a really sad video, because he, stu- he had been in declining health again for years and years. Uh, I saw last year of Satoru Sayama, the original Tiger Mask, putting on his Tiger Mask again and talking to, t- talking to Tom and being like, like, hey, man, you got to get better. You got to kick out of this. And just, like, trying to encourage him, and he was just out of it. And Oof. Yeah, it was just not a good thing, but he is a game-changer for wrestling. He was the reason why there's people who are under six foot and under 200 pounds able to make it. Yeah. Man. It, it's definitely, like, maybe the big one of the biggest examples of, like, gotta respect what he did for the business, and but still, like, call out who he was as a person. And, yeah. like, mm-hmm. remember that, because, like... 
also it's a good thing that we have so much less of that in the industry now like so much less of people being just absolute like abusers and shitheads like because they get called out there still is that but yeah is that like orton gets it from is it like that? I think. I mean. I, I mean. Thing? He is an old. Like he comes from that family and stuff. And mm, I mean, his third generation. I think so. I mean, he come and he also came into the the WWE at a time when that was still around. Yeah, they like, still have the old guys. I mean, guys like Chris Benoit and Hardcore Holly were still there, like, who were known. Yeah. Shitheads. I mean, that's what he grew up around. Like, yeah, he said like his his dad, like Randy, like his dad was of that era for mm-hmm. sure. So it's like you know he's just around it his whole life. Not to make an excuse for it, because it's totally shitty behavior. Yeah. <laughs> but but that, yeah. That, that was wrestling at that time. It yeah. was the, the fucking secret boys club, and like everybody, shut your mouth, kayfabe, brother. Right. And luckily we have gone way beyond that, where you don't gotta worry about the dumb shit like that, but... No. Yeah, the fuck big, you, JBL. Yeah, guys like J fucking BL, God, that piece of shit. But his influence is just seen across everywhere, especially if you look at like the smaller British guys, like they... Every guy that like was talking about like him, like they were like I used to study his matches all the time because that was the guy, especially junior heavyweights. It's, yeah, it's wild to think how much he changed the game and how quick he fucking faded out. Yeah, just because of how hard he was to deal with and how hard he was on his body. If he would have been a little bit easier to deal with and better on his body, took that time off that he needed when he hurt his back and got the surgery and not got sucker punched and pretty much like ostracized from WWE and pissed off Vince McMahon because he just pocketed the money to get his teeth fixed. Mm. He could have been wrestling like... You could have seen him versus Kurt Angle in the WWE. Mm. Like, wow. Yeah, it could have been like towards like the end of his run, but like we could have seen something like that. Would've... Similar spot that like Mr. Perfect was supposed to have when he came back. And, like, exactly. And... Like him versus like a very young Brock Lesnar would have been a great match. Or him versus... I mean, Eddie and I was like, gonna say Eddie and the other radicals. Yeah, name redacted here <laughs> at the time would have been yeah. really cool. And that is a guy that is one thousand percent influenced from Dynamite Kid was mm. Chris Benoit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the, the fact of how similar, like similar their legacies are now, like yeah, it, it's interesting. Is that something? Yeah. So it's never good though when somebody passes away. Hopefully his wrestling legacy and what the marquee left in the business is always remembered and hopefully we can learn from the person that he was outside of the business or in the locker room and grow from that yeah as a real what not to do yeah, yeah. don't be a fuck face yeah be, be a teachable person looking at you Kimberly yeah, yeah right <laughs> like being vegan's tight but like there's a lot of other vegans that aren't obnoxious and shitty <laughs> yeah. just don't equate it to human rights especially yeah. as a white person you know like I love animals, but yeah, yeah, it's different hey, than hey, humans. Hey, hey, Allie, aka Cherry Bomb, you're doing it right. <laughs> or you know, there's like other people. Like Tyler Bate is vegan. Doesn't you know? Like he's just like, hey, look at look at how good it's working for me. Zack like, Saber Jr. Yeah, and he, he has like shirts even that like call it out, but it's not like. He's not equating it to slavery. Yeah, we don't need the Westboro Baptists of veganism. Right. That's what you're becoming. <laughs> the new Daniel Bryan. Hey, he's oh cool. Oh my god, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, teach me about Raw this week, because I didn't watch it. Oh. I heard it was a weird one. It was a weird one. The lowest rated Raw in history. Oh, because of last week? Absolutely, that's how it works. When something's super terrible, with the, like the next week, 
is the is one, one that suffers, suffers yeah. the most. Like, it wasn't good either. So it wasn't like people weren't like I, I think that there are a lot of people who are like who kind of wait and see, like people who DVR and wait and see because those count towards ratings numbers. And if they hear it's bad, they'll just not watch it. They'll just delete it. Yeah, and yeah, it it was a step up from last week, but. Not by much. It's like, how do you get lower? Yeah, the bar is the bar exactly. set very low. The bar I mean, is set very low. <laughs> Fucking big show. <laughs> um, I the big points I I recall Dean in his gas mask. Okay, what the fuck is with like like they are turning what could have been a fucking awesome turn for Dean into the Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, like why? With like these so, like with the here now. <laughs> And that's how it just sounded like. There was definitely like a lavalier mic inside of his fucking gas mask yeah. while he was still holding a microphone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna post on our Twitter and I'll share it in our group chat some awesome old John Moxley promos because they could have gone this way with him and it would have been so cool of this just like underappreciated kind of unhinged person that yeah. has like a decent enough point where if they start with that at the beginning of this. This could be such a compelling story. Yeah, like, look at... It shows the difference in creative between Raw and SmackDown. Look at Daniel Bryan, and then look at Dean, and, like, look at their heel turns, and holy shit, they're fucking up Dean so bad. It's, like, he he's justified in what he's doing, especially... Getting vaccinations? Yeah, he's getting vaccinated. Uh, I'm talking about, like, start <laughs> the beginning of his, the whole thing. He essentially was feeling like he was getting held back. He was the underappreciated one. He was all he was was a maniac to them, yeah. and he was sick of it. And he was more than that. When he was away from them, he was champion. Yeah, he and was so much more. Then they've they've changed his motivations twice already since the heel turn. Like once they said like he's like oh everything we did in the shield was bad. We'll be we're going to be punished for our sins. And now he said I liked what we did in the shield, <laughs> but then we separated and you guys got soft like. Those are into, those are opposite. <laughs> opposite yeah. things. Those are I opposite want, things. I want to know what those sins are. <laughs> well, they just beat everybody up. Beat up Ryback, number one sin. That's that's good in my book. God, the big guy. They beat up the big guy. Ryback. Me more. And honestly, you guys should be buying my beat me more uh, my products that I have, like goal boards and shakers for your protein. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you don't want me El Pollo Loco. <laughs> you weren't invited here. Ryback. Right Ryback right rules. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of dumb rules, um, Lucha House Party rules, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Just, it's okay if like there's three of them? I kind of love two it. revivals? I kind of love it, except that it just makes no sense and they keep bearing the revival with it. Like, <laughs> more revival. Because like it's funny in a way. It's all, it, could be, it could be like Eddie cheating the win but still being a face. But, like, it's just... People want good things for the revival. Yeah. So, like... Well, and Lucha House Party doesn't need... Like, they're good enough that they don't need to be doing yeah, fuckery. They should be doing it against, like, fucking TJP on 205 Live, yeah. not against the revival. Do, like, two of them have the same mask? No. It's oh. just... It's just tornado tag rules. Yeah. Only for them, for some reason. <laughs> Lucha House Party rules. <laughs> All right. And, like, who's making these matches Lucha House Party rules? That's what I don't understand. Baron? I don't know. But does he doesn't Baron, know about it. Why does Baron hate the revival? Like, I don't know. He should love the revival. I keep, like they're bald heels. <laughs> yeah. They're bald heels. He should love them. <laughs> I understand that the revival is like a, a phenomenal tag team, but I only have people's like word to go off of, of that because I don't know if I can point to too many revival matches that I've seen lately that showcase what they can do. It was the one against uh, 
Fuck uh, Drew and Dolph. Yeah, and that even, one's good. even before that, uh, the Raw 25? Oh, yeah, when they got buried at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. but, like, By... they were wrestling insanely well. Yeah, they were I've always been pretty impressed by They're very, very good. Even They're very good wrestlers, matches. but... I think that, like, they have the curse of being really good workers yeah. and being able to put all their people over. Good and they stuck there. Just a couple mechanics. Yeah. What else happened? Uh, about Rhino retired. About... Oh, oh. But I saw that he's still on house shows. It's a, it's a <laughs> international tour. <laughs> Probably his little wrap-up thing. Um, so he lost a match against Heath Slater. So Baron Corbin leaves town, essentially. Baron said that they're making cuts, and one of them has to go. So they end up having a match to see who goes. Yeah. And Heath won, and then is now a referee? <coughs> That's just the storyline. But they, they, somebody likes Heath enough. I, I want to say it's probably Vince, to be honest. Yeah. Because he always gets, like, he's the bottom of the card. Oh yeah. yeah, when they did the brand split, he literally didn't get drafted, and that was the yeah. storyline. But then it got him a great. title run. Yeah, got him. Vince, Rhino for some reason, run. really likes him because if he didn't like him, didn't think he was a solid hand, he wouldn't put him in the ring with all the legends like when he did. Yeah, leading up to Raw One Thousand, he or has whatever kids. It was. I have a daughter. I have kids. I have a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, kid. Shane's there. Oh fuck, Hunter. <laughs> Come here, boy. Let me give you a hug. No, I mean, I'm gonna give you a kiss too. A big white one, right on the mouth. I'll do that, Vince. No, Johnny. God damn it. Oh. Shane, get out of here. I'm hugging my kids. <laughs> Come Vince, here, son. Would you like a hug, Shane? No. <laughs> Not even you. Okay. Go port the bells, mom. Gladly. <laughs> um. Wow. Alright. So, I mean, Rhino's only 43, but also he's been wrestling forever. And he's yeah. a human box. And, yeah. It, <laughs> honestly, he's, he's probably, he probably made his, uh, quote unquote, made his nut. And he's just, like, probably gonna go and just Gonna go out. bust it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably just gonna go hang out in fucking Time Michigan. Time to go bust this nut. Try to go run for, uh, fucking city councilman or whatever again. Yeah. Call it a day. God. Hell yeah, wrestlers and politics. Yeah, that's what we need. Well, uh, I, uh, yeah, if he's retiring, you know, I guess not. I mean, not sad to see him go, but uh, he's he's a. Uh, I mean, how, he's, hell he's of meant, a career. He's meant a lot to the business, and he, he, he made ECW, last, he made ECW real bad. The last real ECW champion. Yeah. Wonder who the last ECW champion was? Me. Me, the big the WWE ECW. Is uh, Bobby Lashley? Ezekiel Jackson. Oh, Ezekiel Jackson. That's right. It's fucking dumb. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was paired off with the Brian Kendrick for a while. Oh. Mm. Alright. Uh, other than that, Amber Moon was in the main event with uh, fucking Ronda. So uh, allegedly they rewrote the whole Raw like hours leading up to make people happier. Oh really? Well they did a bad fucking job. Well just because of like all the passings that have happened. Yeah. It's going to be a somber mood so Vince was like we're going to make people happy damn it. Yeah. So that's why like the like Drew lost to Dolph and there was a Dolph. That was fucking dumb. That oh was my so stupid. His first fucking pinfall loss against Dolph. How's that supposed there. to make anyone happy? I mean that's why Make they, it against Finn. But that's why they had like all the baby faces actually for once. I will say this is the fucking first time in fucking forever that done this. Like it wasn't just all about fucking heat. Like Raw twenty five might have been the last time we had like all baby faces. Yeah, I know, and we finally had baby faces winning. Like oh, Raw 25 was almost a year ago, guys. Whoa. That was January last year. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Wow. 
All right, what about Slapdown? Slapdown! Um, it started with a, a contract signing between Charlotte, Becky, and Asuka. It was like, okay, you, Raw well, it was, a, was better than the week prior, but it was still shitty. And then the first segment of SmackDown was like some of the best like character interaction I've seen in like months. Between like the three of those characters who have like scattered history between them, and like they could like pull from with like Asuka to Charlotte, Charlotte to Becky, mm-hmm. and like Becky to Asuka and stuff. It's like yeah, they had a really good uh, banter between them. Yeah. Uh, also, Paige and Kayfabe still Paige the best him. best GM. No like physicality during a contract signing. Nope. She's the only GM in history to ever achieve that once, and she's done it like three or four times yeah, now. Yeah, ex- except she makes stupid stipulations and matches. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah but yeah. just as far as that goes, she keeps the peace in, in contract does. signings. Paige here. Paige Don't fight here. Um, but I think, like... Want some Baileys from a shoe? No. Paige <laughs> Charlotte had some good points. Like, Becky does kind of repeat herself. And she pointed the crowd really well. Hey. Woo! Say it! Say the woos! <laughs> um... Like, Becky does repeat herself a little bit, and Charlotte did earn her spot. It's She didn't just get there because she was Ric Flair's daughter, and that helped, but, yeah, that's not what I, I had Yeah, no, everyone was making good points. That's why I was like, ooh, this is badass. Yeah, and they're all, like, three, like, tweeners, kind of? They're all like baby faces, all three of them. They're all, but they all can They're just all, like, tweeners, mad so. at each other. I love yeah, it. Yeah, Charlotte, I don't know. Where, like, they're showing a little bit more depth of character, but all at the end of the day, they're baby faces. Yeah. 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 Everyone loves them. Well, this is the baby face style I like. They have actual, I'm, they have I'm actual yes, intensity. I'm, in, I'm yes and no on, like, shades of gray. On something like this, it works. But, like, when everybody shades of gray, then everybody just gets... It doesn't... Nothing is anything, yeah. 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 Um, I really like Becky just calling people dopes. Yeah. Um, also, this is my theory. It's probably... I also like that she just was like, cool, sign it. Later. Yeah. yeah. I'm no. out. She's like, I don't got time for this shit. Charlotte's um, just like, look at you, you're gonna let your champ walk away? Okay. This is, this is my theory. I doubt it's gonna happen. I will say, I like... Asuka's just yelling in Japanese and her English promos more than any Charlotte's promos. <laughs> yeah. I can't oh, yeah. Charlotte needs to be a fucking heel. Yeah. Like, her, her heel <laughs> promos were great because they were really similar but she was just entitled. Like, yeah. And like her voice just like comes across like really like fake. 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 And so like if you're coming off like as an entitled heel it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like almost like how MJ, like I don't know if you guys like have watched a lot more of MJF. That's how he comes across. Like, he just, like, everything he says, like, God, what a fucking fake piece of shit bullshitter. Yeah. But, like, that's his gimmick. And, like, that that was her gimmick. And so, when she's babyface, she's just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, they don't need her to be a babyface anymore. I understand why they made her babyface when they brought her to SmackDown, because they were trying to build that brand more, and, like, it was a big splash for her to come over. Yeah. yeah. This is her first babyface run, and she was really successful at it. Just let her be a heel again. Mm-hmm. Like, people are ready to boo her. Yeah. Not, not, not woo her. And and, <laughs> nice. and and also, I mean, like, trying to turn her into Becky 2.0. Like, yeah. Yeah, bad. that's dumb. That's really dumb. B-side Becky. Yeah. Um, but this is what I think is going to happen. In that, that triple threat TLC, I think Becky and Charlotte are going to be too involved with each other. And then Asuka's going to win it. If they want to get the title off one of them. What's actually really nice about this is that nobody has to get pinned. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody, like, all nobody three has of them can take, look strong. Yeah, nobody has to take a loss, <clears throat> essentially. Yeah. Well, I'm going to win. I gen- oh, because it's a ladder match. Yeah. yeah. I generally, I genuinely think that Asuka's going to win to set up the either Becky, Ronda, or the Becky, Ronda, Charlotte, triple threat. Yeah, I, I feel like they're 
they're they're they put her there for like a reason. Right. Yeah. And I think people are gonna go absolutely batshit nuts if Austin. If this was yeah. a normal match like you get pinned, I'd say, Oh shit, she's in there to take a pin. Yeah. No. But it's not. I think yeah. it's the opposite like it's the opposite. They're of trying that to get the psychology. belt out of that so they can do another yeah. feud which with is, that. Which is what they should be doing. Like, that's a concept that makes fucking sense. If you have a hot, hot storyline that's like full of like I don't know, just vicious anger with two people. With we have like Charlotte and Becky. You don't need the title in that picture. Put the title on Oscar. Yep. And then you can set up another well, good storyline. Well, yeah. Let like let that flame then ignite another one. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the, what they so do like, on like Raw, where they have all the titles in one feud with the with the dudes. It like is such a shit cluster. And yeah. even like a they even do it with the, <laughs> the women because like Ronda get is isn't a strong enough worker to be in singles matches very often, which you kind of shouldn't with the champion all the time anyways, but yeah, like it, it, she's just pulling in every every woman's storyline to be, like, her revolving, like, door of tag team partners and opponents. So, like, literally the entire women's division is tied up in the women's title on Raw, and then all the men's belts are tied up in, like, single feuds. Yeah. Baron Corbin just dealing with everything, and I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm doing good GM job. He's kind of not doing a bad job. He's doing an awful job. <laughs> it's not him. entertaining. It's better than Kurt He's Angle. really not entertaining. It there Kurt was a point. Was just like a like a like your fucking like drunk uncle that's yeah. doing it. And I, like, I, I, <laughs> like, I thought it was entertaining funny. for like maybe the first few weeks to maybe a month because it was like a shit show, and you, I was just like. Oh, it's going to be a shit show until it blows up. Yeah. And then it never blew up, and yeah. it's still just getting worse. I yeah. don't want him to be, like, permanent GM, but Kurt Angle has that thing uh, that we were talking about, like, where when I watch Johnny Saint, it kind of looks like he doesn't realize, like, or he doesn't, like, know he's on camera. He's, like, uncomfortable. And Kurt kind of has that, like, awkwardness to him, too. At least Baron's, like, he's just fucking everything up, but I don't know. I, I like the I like what he's done as being a shitty character. But the story, like, just everything on Raw, the, the writing's fucking terrible. It's real bad. Like, it's real bad. Like, it's so bad. It's so, so bad. I hope that he fucks up enough that they just, like, Stephanie's like, well, I'm gonna have to punish you now, and then punishment Martinez. <laughs> nice. That means he's gonna be the GM for a long time. No, not I think once fucking Vince sees punishment, he's moving up. That's oh. true. It's like Baron, but with hair. <laughs> also, he's tall. He's tall and a much better worker. It has a funny voice. <laughs> I am punishment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... Oh, you got the bump. You got the Triple H picture. You did. Ooh. I'm excited for that TLC match, actually. Punishment versus <laughs> Triple H? <laughs> yes. No! Becky, Charlotte, and Asuka. Oh. It's gonna be fun. Okay. I'm so pumped for it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what else happened on Slapdown? Um, my favorite tag team debuted, Ooh. Fire and Desire. Oh. I I know it's bad, but I love it. Wait, Fire and Desire? Who are you talking about? That's Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. That's not their real name. Oh, oh okay. But they kept they said it enough that it should be. Well, if that's because they're trying to make it, then it won't. <laughs> you can't? Okay. Also, didn't they break up like five times? Mandy. 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 Oh my god, what if they changed her Mandy. I'm sure someone out there on the internet's done this, but changed that thing at the beginning of her theme song that says her name to just be Otis saying He probably did. Mandy. 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 <laughs> um but yeah, like 
So, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose had a sh- match against Oscar and Charlotte. It was fine. They broke up like three times. They have. Sonya looked really good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they were they were a tag team for forever. Uh, I loved when Asuka fucking took the fucking knee right to Charlotte's face. At yeah. The end of that match. She's just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you, you fucking me. kick me in the face, I'm gonna kick you in the face. I don't care if it was an accident. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't care if we lose this tag match. I don't yeah. like you. That's, 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 this match doesn't mean anything because yeah. we're both in the title match at the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love it if in a match like that, one of the, pe- like, the people that's like forced to team up with their opponent just immediately like goes and grabs a chair and hits like the person that they're in that other match with and just like gets DQ'd like I don't care yeah, I don't care that would be the or, most yeah. heel thing to do right. and that would be dumb or I, if like Oscar did that to Charlotte it would be a baby face move yeah that's true like, it would yeah. be a very Eddie Guerrero-esque thing to do. just be like I, I I don't need to be in this match like why am I going to waste my fucking energy in this match it doesn't mean shit yeah I loved it yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan came out looking like a vegan Mr. Rogers. That's looking very like accurate. Fucking, looking like Kurt Cobain fucking MTV Unplugged. Yeah, For real. Just like, yeah. Now that Derek before we started recording. <laughs> Derek before we started said he reminds him of uh, Plays with Squirrels, Eric Matthews at the end of Boy Meets World. <laughs> Hell yeah, he even just, has the lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> and the, just the cadence he has. Um, lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. <laughs> I love that he like has a screw loose now. Yeah, yeah. he's so. He's oh, I so hope that birdie that kicks a, a thousand men in the groin. He's <laughs> yeah. so good at it. I hope she kicks you in the groin. I love it because it's like he had a kind of an unhinged character in Ring of Honor as a heel. This is different. This is different, but it's like I, you knew he could do that, and it's just awesome. And it's yeah. like he gets people to boo him. He humili- after his fucking comeback. He humiliated. I mean, like, or I don't know the word. He fucking. Put to rest that what chant by just like making fun of like the oh crowd, yeah. like you sheep. Do you hear yeah. the sheep? Fickle. They're res- they're Fickle. Something from something stupid from, from 20, twenty years, years ago. ago. Fickle, fickle. Yeah, and like, oh, and shit. fucking taking the side plates off his belt. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I hope he never places them. I hope his belt starts looking shittier and shittier somehow. Not in like the like Naito, not like, in the Naito way where he's breaking it, but just like every week he comes out and there's like a stain on it. Like there's a coffee stain, like rain stain <laughs> on the leather, like and just like stuff spilled on it. I hope like, he starts doing what Naito did to the IC belt. Jenna, it's like dropping it when he's Jenna, walking out. Jenna got a hold of it and she was genuinely frightened it was gonna break in her hands. Oh, because it's just all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He literally threw it as hard as he could against the ring post once. Hell yeah. <laughs> Like from like ten feet away, and it just landed like face straight into the, yeah. the post. It's a good throw. Yeah, it was wild. So it's like he does love baseball. Is is like like some Tokyo Giants? Like evil Captain Planet gonna be Daniel Bryan's yes. character? Yeah, yeah. Because right yeah. now in WWE, if you're a heel, you have to be making good points. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like. Samoa Joe, he's advocating drinking responsibly. He had a PSA fucking about alcohol. I love it. it yeah, it was good. Do vaccines. Yeah, get vaccinated. Uh, yeah. yeah. Brian, watch your fucking carbon footprint. Yeah. Yeah. And also, drink kick, less also kick guys bottles. in the groin. Yeah. 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 I just found out that Cuna had recycling. I got recycling before this, but... But thank you, Daniel thank Bryan. Thank you, Daniel Bryan, for your inspiration. Yeah. Cuna thanks you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't step on slap, Dana. Anything important? Yeah, there's the Joe... Drink responsibly, PSA. Yes. <laughs> the the promo between uh, so because Brian was the guest on Miz TV. Yeah. And I loved it. I love that interaction where like, like Miz just trying to be like, 
you did this because I told you he, to. He can turn that like heel notch down so subtly to be like almost like you're like sympathizing with him and like yeah Daniel Bryan just admit that you listened to him yes Daniel Bryan is a rare or not Daniel Bryan Miz is right now is a weird rare tweener where he's closer to being healed but he's turning into a tweener like he's playing like dumb like all like the silly dumb stuff he does with like Shane is like funny so it's like you cheer I cheer it in my mind in my heart I I hope they don't go just full on cheesy baby face with him but I hope hope they do this right where they like let him be kind of a tweener for a minute yeah like, if he just does I mean, what he's doing back, now he he was right he was right about daniel bryan this <laughs> yeah. whole time yeah and that's all he was trying to get him to say and he's yes no, no. yes no <laughs> um yeah um then all i really have after that is uh daniel bryan coming back out so daniel bryan the main event did commentary for AJ versus The Miz. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was good. I had I didn't really pay attention to much of the match because they were talking. I was paying thing. attention to the talking. Yeah. Um, like, just him, like, being, like, him and Corey just being, a, just going against everything Byron said. Yeah. Was Fuck so Byron. good. Let's just say, hypothetically, you have a coworker who drives a Jeep or whatever, like... An SUV. Yeah, it gets six to ten miles per gallon. He drinks plastic water bottles and doesn't even finish the water. Or he throws it in the trash. But also... <laughs> He's just like, Daniel kick Brian him in the just, groin. Just kind of ignored him. He's like, Brian, I want to know more about methane gas. Yeah. <laughs> Corey's really good. He's and really Brian's good. really good. They I have just, great He's chemistry. Cool. <laughs> That's... So Raven. Yeah, it is. Um, the Raven effect? <laughs> uh, I still need to get him on the pod. Who? Oh, fuck, yeah, Corey, that was... Kyle Massey? Yeah. <laughs> it's a dream. <laughs> I was thinking, Raven? Why? <laughs> Scotty Polo? Uh, I like Daniel Bryan's whole, like, I kicked one man in the groin yep. one time on one night. Like, everyone else fucking eats all their processed meats and their plastics and their whatnots. They eat their plastics. <laughs> I, eat my, I eat my plastics because I reuse, yeah, recycle. The yeah. next thing you know, he called his friend Kimberly and I was like, hey, listen here. But yeah, like... Even I think you're being kind of a shithead. Right? <laughs> it's like, hey, it's cool, but chill. One of, the, one of the things, this is a sidebar of that, is that when Mia Yim was like, oh, so many compared to being vegan and slavery, and then Cedric Alexander's like, oh, I saw. Yeah. And then somebody's like, oh, is it who I think it was? Like, yep. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so Daniel Bryan rocks. Um, he he rock. wants everyone to kick people in the growing. The ding-ding, as yeah. I call it. Because, yeah, he wants his daughters to kick people in the growing. Yeah. She should. Birdie. 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 The Wolf. bird, as they call her on Total Bellas. The bird woof. <laughs> woof. Um, yeah. Stone Cold comes in, just holds up birdie. But SmackDown was great. SmackDown's been I, great. It was a it was a good show, and it was made great by the fact of how raw, how bad Ross pit. Yeah. But also, this Daniel Bryan is the most stoked I've been on Daniel Bryan. I think that's the since, most stoked he's been on Daniel Bryan yeah. since he's been back. Yeah. He's just so good at it. Like he just like can turn that thing on where he's just just like, like how he like he like slouches like, his shoulders yeah. more. He just like, like looks different. Oh, I loved his heel run like before he got super popular, and he was with Kane. Like I loved it. He was a, <clears throat> team Heck No. Yeah, team team. Team Hackmel. H-E-Double Hockey Sticks No. You know, I remember that fucking 
that Disney movie H E Double Hockey. Sex. Oh, dude, hell yeah! Uh, speaking of fucking uh, Eric Squirrels. Matthews, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was in that too. Yeah, and my date with the president's daughter. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Really <laughs> fucked. <laughs> my date with, with her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie every time it was on the television. It was such a stupid movie, but it was great. Yeah. I fucking love all those movies. Do they have, like, a collection where you can just buy, like, one one DVD? No, hit up Taylor Ramey. He uh, illegally downloaded them all. Oh, fucking, you just got called out, Taylor. (laughs) Fucking Taylor. I'm going to tell his eyes. Draymond Green. Yeah. I know cops listen to this. This was, like, 20 years ago at, like, a different house. Yeah, different Taylor. Different Taylor. (laughs) I know seven. Different computer. Good luck fucking them. They all hang out together. <laughs> you you three can't of, tell the you, difference. Three of them in one band. You find one, you find them all. There's literally three of them in one band. <laughs> like they forged seven tailors. Uh, NXT! Was very good. Yeah. yeah. Punishment Martinez, Punishment. Martinez uh, debuted against, against uh, the Matt, Matt Riddle. It was his day butt. Day, day butt. Mm-hmm. It was like a solid short match. Like, matched... I thought, like, Punishment looked better than anything I'd ever seen of him in Ring of Honor. Yeah, and also it's because he's fighting the guy that he helped trade. Yeah, like, it was a super solid match. And they got the Triple H picture bump, so... Yeah. Big things ahead for the Punishing one. Yeah. I think Jenna tweeted this, but I cannot believe how old he is either. He's, he's what, th- like, thir- 36? Yeah, he's 36 years old. Dang. He does not look 36. No, no, no way. Because that's, like, what, how old AJ is? Like, AJ, AJ looks like, like he's 40. He is 40. Well, that's all yeah. in his haircut. Yeah. His I'm going to call him manager haircut. <laughs> it's too long to call him manager now. He wants to, he's going to email the CEO. But uh, Cassius <laughs> Owen came mad. out after that riddle match, and he also has that manager haircut. And he yeah. also... Knocked the shit out of he fucking Matt Riddle. Fucking yeah. cleaned his clock, dude. His clock was clean. Well, he oh, did the spin and Matt Riddle. You, you should do that, guys. Like, should be clean. Oh wait, clock. <laughs> nice. Yeah. PSA: Wash it. Um, wash your clocks. Wash. <laughs> Dakota Kai and Shayna. Um, great. It was one of the better Dakota Kai matches. They made her look really strong. Yeah. And commentary was really, really like adamant about trying to put her over. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was good. Uh, I like having the horse girls there. Yeah. Um, because it means I was sure I can come out. And then she beat up everybody. <laughs> yeah. She is so fucking graceful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that like handspring like that she did through the horse girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then she did the whole like she kicked them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that match, Dakota Kai. I don't know. Still, I feel like she had, there's some more stuff to be done with her there's character. Something, I think yeah. there's some there's something missing. Some, uh, just, just something. She's a little salt. I I think that they did a good job of like turning up the intensity in this match, though. Like there's a point when she was just kicking the shit out of Shayna. Yeah, I I, I asked this. At, it's like there's something missing and something where it's like. Maybe she wants to like have this character. Remember, remember when they did that thing where Bailey was like, "I'm just Bailey, and that's cool." And it's like that's kind of like her character. She just like comes in with her fucking really shitty entrance I'm music, Kai. and then just, like, Kai. and just has like her fucking jean jacket tied around her waist, and like she's like, "Hey, it's me, Decoder. Mm. I kick things. I I'm a part of a fake team. I'm a part of a team of one. Yeah." Party for one. Well, the other person is injured ninety nine percent of the time. So no, that's the Michael Cole's team. <laughs> I will kill for her. <laughs> T- 
Take me instead, God! I have, carved the word, I have two knees! <laughs> I've carved the word Tegan into my chest with a knife. <laughs> my job is to sit! Tegan, Tegan forever? <laughs> he just shoves up in the hospital with one of his legs around his like, Just like a SoundCloud rapper tattoo over his like eyebrow. <laughs> Guys, Tegan. Tegan. coming this summer, new hit movie, Tegan fan, starring Michael Cole. <laughs> Produced and directed by no- Michael Cole. Knox fan. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's School of Hard Knocks. Also, uh, I love Undisputed Era. Oh my god, that promo. Because they are, like, they've been really good at this gimmick, and they are just, like, morphing even more into Adam Cole, did you lock the Easy fucking. Is the door locked? Kyle? Yeah, man, I checked the door twice. (laughs) And then just, like, looking at Roddy in the background. Roddy's face is so funny. He's just, like, making little faces, like, ooh, yeah. They got those construction workers heavy machinery. Also, that heavy machinery promo was hilarious. God, stay away. Under fear for six months, training hard the right way, and then you just hear Otis say, "Stay away." Yeah, like he's just like the hype man for that promo. And then, he was just like, kind of like, like rubbing himself yeah. on the other guy, just on like, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker, Tucker. I love him. I love so him. yeah, it, they, I, they do so much to try to build things, which is really cool. And like they build character, then they showed that fucking. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic, whatever his name is, promo and yeah. his eyes. He looks fucking intense, and he is huge, and he's going to get Vince so hard. Those, yeah. They're really good vignettes too. Oh my it's just god, like, it's getting me stoked. My eye, my eyes are feasting. I'm feasting. Yeah, and I just can't wait to. Yeah, I just can't wait till we get the takeover match with him and Keith Lee. Yeah, because so we can feast and bask at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> well, that because they had a five star match at PWG. Oh shit! It's fucking wild. Match. They do every move <laughs> ever. <laughs> like Keith Lee does the pounce on a guy the size of Dijakovic, and he flies. And he flies out of the ring. Yeah, he flies out of the ring. Jesus, that's nuts. So yeah, it's NXT is just really good. It's a good show. Yeah. So I, I really hope that the Walter signing's true so that we can get the Keith Lee Walter Matt Riddle triple suplex spot in oh, WWE yeah. at some point. Because Matt Riddle literally flies a hundred feet in the air. Jesus. Is Matt Riddle, I'm assuming, on the top of this suplex Keith pyramid? Lee suplexing Walt German suplexing Walter and then Walter German suplexing Matt Riddle at the same full time. backflip across the entire ring. And then Matt Riddle will suplex Ricochet and Ricochet will do a flip and into the crowd. Oh, well, <laughs> he's holding Spike crowd. Dudley. <laughs> he'll do he probably I I'm surprised they haven't done this yet. They probably will. But Ricochet can do like a running dive over the quarter. In the post. Oh yeah, and he yeah. probably will. And God, I just he can't. Also, he can't they, pull out all his tricks yet. I know he already did a double backflip, but I didn't the, think he'd ever do it. The, again. the issue is that NXT at yeah, Full Sail he doesn't have enough room to do it there, so they have he to would do always it do it in the crowd. Yeah, oh that's true. That. Yeah, but um, do it right on the Izzy who's always in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, they even did a, a vignette for Ricochet, who's the North American champion. So like the fact that they want to keep people in your mind. Like, yep. hey, he's not on today. They do a vignette for him. Then they do an interview, and then they announce that he has a match. Yeah. Like, they keep people in your mind. They, they explain why there's no War Raiders yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's injured. Boom, but they keep him in your mind. Yeah. They, they, they talk about EC3 and everything. They keep him in your mind. It's the best and Then the Forgotten Sons come, and then I remember them, and then I, and brought, we'll I will forget them by next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Umberto Carrillo and Raul Mendoza 
They had to go to like 205 or Their, something. Carrillo looked really good in this match. Like the last match they had, I was all Mendoza. They're starting to build them a little bit more. That's yeah. kind of what they did with like the Street Profits and the, mm-hmm. even like the Mighty and where they like start giving them a little bit more and a little bit more. So they'll probably get a win against somebody, probably the Mighty. Yeah. Oh, also when Kyle said the Wiki, I fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> The mighty, yeah, the weaky. <laughs> God, I love him. Also, like, I, if any of you didn't see it, go back and watch that just to watch Roddy's face in the background because he keeps he glancing makes, at the camera and, just, and like, like making little faces. Like he keeps like going, just like, <laughs> like he's like doing a weird smile. Like he, you, you can tell like he's playing that kid like doing a video project in school. And doesn't like know what to do when he's not talking. It's like, <laughs> he just like looks at the camera and looks uncomfortable and like. Yeah. Also, he looked weirdly tan. Yeah, probably hanging out with ECP yeah. at their. He just their, gave ECP a hug at the communal pool. At the communal pool. <laughs> um. Then Ali Stir, Black. Ali. Ali. Tomo Tomoso Champa. Tomarso. Tomaso Champer. Tomaso Champer. Tomaso. Jonathan. Let me tell you what. I love this Tomaso Champer. I think Blue Chipper. They had that promo. Tomaso is so good. He's so good. Alistair is showing more intensity, which I Mm. like, and I wish they wouldn't like. Wish they wouldn't. He wouldn't speak too much, and then like when he does, and they have him bring this fire. I'm like, okay, fuck yeah. Yeah, but like, and his voice is like so like unique. That it just like he has that weird, very cool. strange accent that only comes out in it's certain like really words. subtle. He has a very like, accent. He has a very calming voice. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you want to know more about Alistair Black, he was on Lily Garcia's podcast, and you can hear it. Weird. Yeah, I, that's good. The podcast with Colt was really good too. Okay. Um, I just, also wanted to do Smallman. I love it. Oh yeah, I really listened good. to that one too. It was really, really good. Just he's such a cool ass dude and just super chill. And Grew then, up in a cult. Yeah, and a wonderful fucking wrestler. Also, congratulations to him and Zelina. Yeah, they got married. They got secret uh, married. Nuptials. nuptials. But uh, I thought the promo was cool. Yeah, I. Tom, I, I like all three of them. Johnny, just being mad I at thought each other. Johnny was great. Yep, like he was so I, fucking shitty. And I think like him being such a fucking shithead is such a good heel for him. Yeah, because yeah. he still thinks he's the good guy. Yeah, like, it's like it's almost like Shawn Michaels in the nineties. Mm. Where he was, like, when he was a heel, just, like, this little fucking shithead. And also, like, fucking Tommaso, like, being just, like, I love it when you leave Johnny Wrestling in the back and bring Johnny Badass out. Like, Yeah, like, he's just egging him on. I love the yeah. shitster, and then, like, he gets his. And, like, yeah. that's something that you don't get in the main roster is the heel getting his. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, he's stirring the shit and then gets kicked in the face. Uh, yeah. I, like... He's Tom- doing what The Miz does. He's just doing it better. Well, yeah, well, because he's getting his at the end of it. Yeah. Like... He's also, I love like little subtle things with Tommaso. Like when he's getting out of the ring, like sneaking away, the belt came off his shoulder, and he like immediately grabbed it with his other hand and like uh-huh. held it, like hugged it, like even it just slipping off his shoulder. Like he's terrified of losing. The I belt. know what what's go- what happens going forward. Yeah, and I f- have a feeling um, that tonight's gonna be a good night. Yeah, I got a feeling. Beep, 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 beep. But no, I think that what's gonna happen is that. Tommaso's gonna think that Johnny has gone full dark side, and this is all just to get the belt. Away. That's what I was getting from that like, promo too. Is he was like, "Oh, now Johnny's fixated on you, Alistair, or whatever." And like in my head, I'm like, "I know Johnny's like, no, nah, I'm gonna fucking get you, Tommaso." It's yeah. like he, this is just like he needs to atone for his sins. Yeah, and he's trying to beat his demons because in his head, like you said, 
He's still the good guy. Mm-hmm. He needs to slay the dragon. He's the good guy. I'm the big guy. He's the good guy. Say hello to I'm the good guy. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. going to have a steel a cage match? Steel cage match on NXT TV, I assume. That'll be, yep, it is. Yeah, yeah. that's tight as hell. It's gonna be, there's going to be some really cool stuff that's coming up. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. So, speaking of cool NXT things coming up. Oh, can we talk about one? Oh, do you want to do that? Do that first. What, what are we going to talk about? Just Brody King signing the Ring of Honor. Oh, and PCO signing the Ring of Honor? Yeah. He's fucking 50 and yeah. like was pretty much retired. And then the first person to really book him and get like, another name because he fought Ethan Page was uh, Mikey from Black Label Pro. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, speak, like, he thought, spoke earlier of like British Bulldogs and Dynamite Kid. PCO, there's in tag matches against him. Like, yeah, he's fucking 50 years old. Yeah. But shout out Brody King. You know he's fucking 50. My right? favorite wrestler that I've never <laughs> seen wrestle. I was watching wrestle live and it was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, way to, make, way to make a name. Do it, son. But, uh. Sorry. I don't the know anonymous I Raw General Manager? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, speaking of signing places, uh, they are. WWE is trying to just sign everybody. <laughs> And so right now the names like that me. <laughs> are included that they're trying to get are Karen Q, Rachel Ellering. They uh, reported that they signed Jonah Rock, who's Australian, uh, ACH, Trevor okay. Lee, and then they also want to sign current New Japan Pro Wrestling junior heavyweight champion Kushida. Oh, oh really? So sick. I hope I hope they do. He's been spinning his wheels over there like. He's treading water, and I tweeted that today. Yeah, he is just like, he's their go-to, like, in case, like, in case of emergency. Hiromu got hurt, but yeah. not Kushida. Yeah, that's, he's the ace, but they aren't doing anything interesting with him anymore. And they, and they haven't been, and he's going to stay at that same spot. And he, he does like coming over to the States, because he does all the time for Ring of Honor. Yeah. He's like one of the constant He guys. was Ring of Honor TV champion, like, a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. For a long time, too. For a long time. Kenny King took it off of him. I and remember. so, I would love to see Kashida. He's also thirty-five. If it's if he's gonna make a move, it's time to do it now. Yeah, do it now. Mm-hmm. Get a little, put a little. Also, get a little money in your pocket. Yeah, get a little money. Just throwing it around like idiots. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, there are more names that they're trying to get. And right now, they don't even give a fuck about contracts. Uh, apparently, Shane Strickland is just getting held up right now by Lucha Underground contract. He has to wait for that to figure itself out, and then. So his is doing that, and, then and I think in Shane's contract, Shaft has to go with him. <laughs> Fuck no! <it's> not. <laughs> um, but right now, WWE doesn't even care about New Japan's like contracts. They're talking to whoever they want, yeah. which is technically tampering, but technically illegal. Yeah, like, not just like a shitty thing to do. Illegal. But since it's like international, they don't really do much, and they can't really. They don't care. Yeah. Whereas, like, they're going to hold off from, like, Ring of Honor. And, yeah, they already got shit for that once. Yeah, so. that's why it took so long for Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole to show up. Mm. Kyle O'Reilly. It was actually him that fucking yeah, they, they, Yeah, they fucked up Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, really? They, they talked to him too early, and, like, his contract wasn't technically done yet. So um, he, then he ended up just, like, sitting around for, like, six months as, like... Just doing some indies. Penance, basically, for, like, from WWE to Ring of Honor. Oh, damn. But yeah, it's uh, we're gonna see some fucking people get signed. Apparently, they're even trying to just get people into either you go into Evolve, 
or like they don't like they're gonna try to just sign you because they don't mm-hmm. want people going to big companies anymore. They want to do it. They don't want people going to Ring of Honor, even though that's where they get a lot of their talent. They don't want people going to New Japan. They want to fucking sign people up. Yeah, fucking massive company. I they just got so much money and they have so much fucking talent. Like, well, they could fire a lot of it. On the main roster, the yeah. Thing, like, like the yeah. thing is, is that like, <clears throat> what talent don't they use on the main roster? Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. That's about it. Because Kurt Hawkins still at least gets storylines. Kurt Hawkins did. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. He's, he's, he's injured right, right, right now, oh, okay. but he wasn't getting much before. But so you pretty much just have Zack Ryder. <laughs> pretty much Zack Ryder, like yeah, that's the Colognes. True. You know, they yeah. showed up recently because they needed to, but they'll be gone again. Yeah. Like, you really don't have that much. No. Like, Goldust is doing talent scouting for them. It's like, he's not doing much, but yeah, he's doing I think he was stuff. also injured as well. Yeah. Mm. He also tweeted this week that he misses wrestling. Yeah. Keeps tweeting at Cody Rhodes things that Cody doesn't respond to, saying that he wants to do stuff with Cody, but... <laughs> oh, Cody. Cody doesn't respond to any of it. But yeah. Like, they, they need talent because they start hot show loops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if not, like their split brand, how show loops would have no matches. That's why you see guys like Sin Cara show up. Yeah, yeah. chop a news reporter. Did you see that this week? <laughs> Jesus Christ, he beat the shit out of him. Murdered the news reporter that wanted to get take a chop from him. Oh, the guy literally oh, crumples did. and stares into the camera. Yeah, like he his, looks so pained. He looks so sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he was really just like, "You asked for it." Yeah. Um. Oh, there was a, a oh. sick match uh, this week on. Um, 205 Live? No, so I haven't watched 205 yet, but NXT UK, it was uh, Fabian Eichner versus Mark current, Andrews. Current Evolve champion, yeah. Fabian Eichner. Ooh. Yeah, and... Versus notable pop-punk dork, Mark Dude, Andrews. I gotta say, I'm kind of turning around on Mark Andrews. Thank you. Or the, well, a few days ago, I had his theme song stuck in my head, and then I was like... What a fucking terrible video? day. I was like, that's kind of sick. Did and you then, watch the video with uh, no, Matt Hardy? No, I did not. That song's pretty good in the... <laughs> it's pretty good and he, pretty good the, the, shit. the arm thing I'm still not 100% on but he's so fucking good in he's the ring and that match with Fabian Eichner was so good Fabian Eichner's good I never really watched him before he's really I good. like him a lot he's a big beefy boy he's a lot beefier than he should be for how good he is up he did a fucking like uh, springboard like moonsault off the top rope it's like Jesus Fabian yeah, he's, he's really good and so He's the Evolve champion. Also, Roderick Strong is going to Evolve. Nice. Gonna fucking probably win the title because he can. No, he'll probably lose it. Yeah, he'll probably lose. But, I mean, it'd be really sick if he won it then took it on to NXT TV. Part of the Undisputed Era gimmick. Yeah. Like, just have all the belts. That's why everyone can have a belt to hold. Yeah. Yeah. I want a belt. Except Adam Cole right now. (laughs) He uh, he carries the Dusty Classic trophy. (laughs) So, yeah. I got a quick question for you guys. What happened? Nothing. <laughs> uh, that was the question. What happened? I didn't do it. <laughs> okay, it wasn't me. Um, I got me paying on this. <laughs> I was to another podcast and someone had a question. It kind of sparked this. I don't remember what it was. But um, which fans are more important? Casuals or the dweebs of podcasts like us? Um... It depends on what you mean by important and what you're referring to. Well, what's more important... I mean, like what bring- what's more important to Vince is money, which casuals. is casuals. casuals. But casuals, but the hardcore fans. So essentially what it is, here we go. Here's a 
fucking big explanation for okay, you. Let's do it. The hardcore fans right now are putting way more money into the product <clears throat> and becoming more hardcore. So they for they get less people that are into wrestling right now, but they are shelling out more money than ever. Yeah. WWE wants to buy Ford slash Russell Boys merch. (laughs) They want to get everybody else, those ancillary fans, the fans like on the outside who maybe watched it back then or surfing through the channels. That's what they play to for Raw and SmackDown. Mostly on Raw, that's what they fucking play to. They try to play to people who aren't already into it because people who like Ronda Rousey. Yeah, people who are hardcore fans are gonna watch no matter how fucking bad it is, even. At the end of the day, they're still going to tune in on stuff that they want to do. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. It's it's getting... A, it's, this is the hardest time for me to watch wrestling for Raw I watched, I've ever fucking had. I ever. watched maybe two hours of wrestling this I, week. I, it, was, it was such a relief. I fucking watched wrestling since I can remember. I remember watching the first episode of Raw. And right now, aside from other breaks, this is the hardest time it's been for me to try to go watch Raw. And I do it because we have this podcast. I know what you mean. That's the only reason I yeah. watched Raw this week. I, I felt bad. I, I skipped it last been. week. I've been like checking out clips and stuff and listening to recaps, but I can't watch it all. Right I just now. let you guys update me. I mean, it's still. I still think it's fun to watch, but Raw feels like more of a, a chore, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but I even love... when it was good, it felt like a chore to me because it was three hours long. Well, I watch. I watch the Hulu. Edit. When it's good, I, I'll I'll watch wrestling for fucking ten hours. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch fucking Wrestle Kingdom every fucking night if it's mm-hmm. gonna be Wrestle Kingdom quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'll watch good wrestling all day. Like there was I a have. yeah. They're like the the day that I watched like the Progress Hello Wembley show. That's like a five hour show. I also watched like three hours of random like old matches from two thousand three. Like, yeah. if it's good, I'll watch it. Well, and when I'm hyped on it, like when I watch all that punk stuff, when I watch the whole Brett Sean stuff. To me, like, I like. Oh. I I guess it for me, I just have to be hyped on it. Well, for to for, be in the mood. For me, it's one of those things where it's almost like it's worth paying attention. Because it will, and the pendulum will swing again mm-hmm. to things being really fucking good. And it's so cool when you're watching it live. And it's nice to be like, oh man, th- this is really good now, and it's extra good because I was really trudging through the mud of when it was shitty. Yeah. yeah. So it's still, I think, I I still enjoy paying attention to it, mm-hmm. but it's it does feel like a oh man, I could be doing something yeah. else. That's tonight. why, like, I will always listen to re- if I don't watch the, an episode, I'll still at least watch clips and I'll listen to a, at least a recap of it. Yeah. No matter what. But at the end of the day, the more important fans are going to be your hardcores because they're going to be the ones actually pumping money into this. But the most important fans to WWE are going to be your casuals. The 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 demographic, the people to get different demographics. Your casuals. Yeah. Casual. Okay. Yeah. That answers my question. Um, let's wrap her up. Guys, it hasn't even been an hour. You guys are lucky today, fuckers. Yeah, I have to go pick up Jenna from work. Yeah. We're going to do a normal podcast episode. Yeah. What are you going to do with all the rest of your day? Punch yourself in the dick. Sorry, Blur. <laughs> don't do that. That'll hurt. Yeah, don't yeah, punch yourself. Yeah. Rude. Don't punch yourself um, in the groin. Um, yeah. I wanted to. You, can, you wanted, wanted to. to. Matt and I are on the same page when it comes to shitty music references. All right, you can follow me online at DuckShirt. You can also go to uh, audiblechannel.com forward slash WrestleBoys. Guys, get a fucking book. Listen to a fucking book. Get these books. Hey, you piece of shit. Expand your fucking mind. You see that Braun Strowman's going to be in that new Sherlock Holmes movie with uh, a fucking 
Will Ferrell. No, anytime a wrestler's anytime a wrestler's in a movie, it should be John Cena. No, he's the best actor of all time. Excuse me, The Big Show was real great in that one. Shit. Knucklehead, knucklehead. I like him. Jingle all the way. Uh, Goldberg oh, yeah. and Santa Slay. That's the fucking one. <laughs> all of Ready to Rumble, okay? But, uh, <laughs> Deathmatch Superstar David Arquette. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck, uh, his neck. He did say that he actually uh, would do another deathmatch as long as it was the RJ City. So, And that RJ City was the one that bled. <laughs> yeah, but MDK fucking gang affiliated. I'll fucking cut you, David Arquette, piece of shit. <laughs> Nick Gage, king. MDK. Um, you can follow me online at Ostercoaster on Twitter, at BlueGazi on Instagram. Uh, if you're bored, watch It's Alive with Brad on YouTube. He ferments shit, and it's really cool. He's a big dork, and I love him. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God, fucking, when Michael Cole <laughs> did that. Hell yeah! <laughs> that was the best moment of 2018. <laughs> I'm uh, at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Uh, uh, also at WrestleDrums on Instagram. Uh, my boy at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. Uh, you can check out a podcast that I do with my mom called Dealing With It. It's good. It's a, a real uh, I left thing. the first review. You did leave the first review. LOL first. <laughs> was, it, uh, was my name Big Dust 69 It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I wonder if mine's still Ted dancing. It was. Nice. Uh, yeah. But no, it's, uh, it's fun. I'm glad I get to do it with my mom. It's really a fun podcast to do. And yeah, that's it. Thanks. Noise. You can't follow me anywhere. Boom. You don't even know my real name. Exactly. I'm the fucking Vance. Wizard King. That's uh, Robert California from The Office. Oh, yeah. Now you can follow me at Kayfabe Dad on Twitter, at My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Nice. Uh, follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter, at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Yeah, uh, for, runs the account. For sometimes. no reason whatsoever, may go to uh, follow and check out my not maybe not dead band, Wild Spells. Not Dilbert. Don't. Not, there's nothing coming up soon. Nothing no is announcements, happening. No announcements coming up soon that I can't talk about yet. Not nothing. Dilbert. No Dilberts. It's not Dilberts. It's not Dilbert. Dilbert. Don't no follow Dilberts. Dilbert. Follow no, my band. No Dilberts, no masters. What did I say I was going to tweet earlier in the show? I said I was going to tweet out something. I don't know. Tweet at me and tell me what I said. Yeah. Walter. <laughs> Walter. Walter. All right. Hi, Walter. Fuck Walter. you. Just Walter. kidding. Thanks for the loco. For Sorry, Zeno. Apparently you heard that. <laughs> you should have been deafness. Thanks for listening. And um, Russell Boys 316 says, kick all your enemies in the groin. <laughs> <laughs>